4: Silence and critics eliminate misses. Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better. Everybody knows the name. Read about it. We're golf teachers Hall of Fame. Never doubt it. It's time for the truth. Here's I do. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney. You're listening to Haney.
0: All right, a little analysis today on the Genesis Open, won by Max Homa, his second win on the PGA Tour. He beats Tony Finau in a playoff. Oh my gosh, is Tony Finau... Ever going to pick up his second win on the PGA Tour? Well, we'll talk about that. But let's talk about Max Homa. He fell in love with golf, as he said at Riviera Country Club. This is one of the best golf courses in the country, no doubt about it. And I think as the tour pros speak about Riviera, it gets uh, more and more notoriety and, and fame because it's it's not one of those courses that's rated like uh, you know top whatever five or ten in the country but yet it's voted by the touring pros as their favorite venue to play which uh, which which says a lot there's obviously great golf courses that they play on the pga tour i mean pebble beach uh, Muirfield village uh you know a lot a lot of great courses but riviera is like uh, number one on the list max homa uh, said that he fell in love with golf at Riviera. So this, and he said that winning at Riviera was like his Masters. That he, uh, you know, winning that tournament meant the world to him, and, and partly because of Riviera, partly because it was uh, Tiger Woods' uh, tournament, his Invitational, so to speak. It benefits his foundation, and then of course he got the trophy from Tiger, and it was you know a, a, an incredible. A day for Max Homa, uh, really good guy. Uh, happy to see him win. A uh, lot of people were uh, cheering for Tony Finau, another great guy. Uh, but it just go, goes to show you, uh, like they always say, it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour. Uh, well, uh, it, it was for Max Homa when he missed the the what do you have a forty inch putt on the last hole. To win the tournament, you know, phenomenal drive on his 72nd hole. He uh, hits it up there. He's got short iron in, knocks it up there 40 inches from the cup, three feet four inches, and did not hit a good putt. It was to listen to him describe it was interesting. First, he said, uh, It broke more than I thought. And then he went on to say, uh, he, I was I was definitely a little nervous, and then he went on to say that of all the putts he hit all day, that was the only one that he didn't hit really good. And I was thinking, okay, which one is it? Is it the uh, broke a little more than I thought, or uh, is it the little nervous? But I think we got to the real answer uh, after uh, he, he continued on in his in his uh, description of, of what happened. But rightfully so. I mean, the the one thing is in golf, and I mean, I think it's in all sports for sure, is that everybody's nervous. There's there's no one that's that's not nervous. And the one thing that that I always see is is the more players are in situations that make them nervous and uncomfortable, the better they are at handling it. And one of the reasons people say it's so hard to win on the PGA Tour is because. Most people don't win much on the PGA Tour, but the more you win, you know, and and obviously Tiger's the extreme example, winning 82 times. But the more you win, the more comfortable you get with every situation you face. And when you've only won one time on the PGA Tour, or you've never won on the PGA Tour, yeah, it's going to be super super tough to win because it's impossible for it not to affect you. And, and the, the thing that you, you, you think about is is that every player plays with the hope of being incredibly nervous on Sunday. And I, I always explain, explain this to, to my students. I said, listen, you, you want to be nervous. I mean, if you're missing the cut or you're 10 shots off the lead or whatever going to the 18th hole, you're not going to be nervous at all. So you're hoping, you're hoping that on Sunday afternoon, every player on the PGA Tour is hoping this. They're hoping they can put themselves in a situation where they are the absolute most nervous because that means that they've got a chance to win. And then they want to see, okay, can I handle this situation? And if they don't handle that situation, the the worst thing that could really happen to them, honestly, Is of course they're gonna lose and they're gonna gain experience. And when they gain experience, it's gonna be easier for them to handle the situation than the next time around. No, I mean this is this that's the way life is. I mean, it's like uh, you know, it's like you're you're doing a podcast and you're nervous, and, and you know, the first time you're really nervous, or a live radio show, you're nervous, and then you know, you do a hundred of them or whatever, and, and all of a sudden you're not you're not nervous anymore. Or doing a speech in front of a group of people and you're you're nervous, you know. I mean, I remember when I was in high school taking speech class and I could, you know, barely talk. It was like humma, 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 you know, and 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 then you do it and you and you do more of them and you get more comfortable. It's the same, same thing in every every part of life you, you look at. And, and I don't think golf or sports are any different. You put yourself in that position more times, and then you learn from it. And that's why I always say, the rich get richer. You, you get yourself in a, in a position where you're uncomfortable. And then the next time you get in that situation, you know what? You, you remember that, hey, I remember when I was uncomfortable last time and I, you know, still hit good shot. Or when I was uncomfortable last time, I rushed too much, or I didn't think about what I was doing enough. I thought about the possible outcomes instead of just working through the whole process and hitting the shot and hitting one shot at a time. I and mean, whatever people garner from being in contention, but it, it always gives you an opportunity to to learn learn something. And it's it's fun to see when players on the PGA Tour overcome an obstacle and, and get there again. Now, now Max Homa, you know, he, he's a player that's been knocking on the door. I mean, he finished with 65-65 at Mayakoba. I mean, two uh, great last rounds, great weekend. Um, that was for a 12th place finish, but he, because he opened with a 73. So he wasn't really, you know, after the first round, boom, you're, you're out of the tournament. And, you know, like I, I say this a lot too, you got to put yourself in position and then you do something with it. But I mean, still, anytime you shoot 65-65 in 65 the weekend, you think, hey, that's something you can gain confidence from. He's, he was right there at American Express, 66-70-65. Uh, uh, you know, he's he shooting a bunch of 65s. I mean, that's pretty good. Three of them, two turn, you know, with two tournaments in a row. Uh, totaling three rounds of 65 is, is pretty special. But then at the American Express, out there PJ West he couldn't couldn't bring it home there and shoot 76. Okay, so how did he handle it better at the Genesis? Well, he handled it better at Genesis because of what had happened to him at the American Express and and you got to think that you know he's a player. Got you know he's he's got a lot of talent. He's a, a you know a, a player that that people look at and say, you know, this this guy You know, could and should and and might, and the more times they get in a situation where you know he's got a chance, then you know, I mean, it's going to be easier for him to do it. Now, uh, Max Homa is like a lot of players on the PGA Tour, and when I say that, I mean I'm I'm looking at statistics and I look at strokes gained tee to green, 64th on tour, Uh, strokes gained putting. 119th on tour. It's 2021. Uh, around the green, 73rd. Approach the green, 57th. Off the tee, 119th. Driving distance, 61st. You know, there, there's there's nothing really that stands out with his with his his game. I mean, it it just doesn't. Now he's he's pretty good at three putt, putt avoidance. He only three putts. Uh, and 2% of the time and uh, that ranks 33rd on tour so that that's a, a good stat that I look at but the fact is, is is if you look at anybody that has statistics as good or better than Max Homa and, and they're capable of winning tournaments on the PGA Tour which they certainly are I mean you just wanted a really good golf course then it just kind of tells you that yeah a lot of different guys are going to win on the PGA Tour. That's that's what it tells you, and then that prompts everybody to say it's so difficult to win on the on the on the PGA Tour. Uh, but all it takes is a special week. Now, when you have a special week, but you got you've got to get some some breaks too. But what constitutes a special week? All right, here's here's what constitutes a special week: when a player that's rated a hundred and 13th in putting, okay, which is, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's not, that's not a, you know, a, a great, great number. 119th actually Max Home is. Okay. So that's, that's not a, a great number, but he finished third for the week in putting at Revere. Uh, here's a player that was 64th in strokes gained tee to green. Uh, you know, not a, not a great number. Uh, um, you know, you, you look at, at, 2020, uh, Max Homo was 64th in uh, Strokes Gain T to Green. You look at 2019, he was 106th in Strokes Gain T to Green, and in 2000, you know, I mean, you just you, you, you look at no matter what year you're looking at that he's he's played on, that's where he ranks, you know, 119th to 64th, and yet Strokes Gain T to Green, he finished seventh for the week at Riviera. It, it just goes to show you everybody everybody is is capable but the better players are more are more consistent and that's the, that's the difference i mean they they they're more consistent but here we go again same thing i always say most of the time when players win top 10 in putting top 10 in strokes gain tee to green for the week uh, avoid the three putts avoid the penalty shots, avoid the two chips, my three keys to golf, you do that. And the the, the next thing you know, you you've got a chance if, you know, things kind of go your way. Now he beats beats Tony Finau in the playoff. Uh, Tony Finau was number 1 strokes gained tee to green and number 18th in putting. Now he's not, you know, he's he's not the best putter. We all know that. Tony is not the best putter. But if he finishes 18th for the week, uh playing a golf course where you know you only have to shoot 12 under par to get into a playoff i mean that's that's his best chance i mean that that's his best chance to to win a golf tournament uh when those are the kind of statistics that you know it it, it takes to to put yourself in a you know position at 12 under par cuz i mean it, it, you know when when you look at Phenom statistics means eighty second in putting for him. That's that's actually uh, a a pretty darn darn good putting here. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, you know, that's just about you know a, a number that that he's going to post and say, hey, that's that's pretty darn darn good for me. But it's it, it's it wasn't quite good enough. It was good enough to get him in the playoff, but it wasn't quite good enough to win i'm going to take a deeper look into these these numbers and, and uh show you how you can understand the winner every week on the pga tour just by looking at these these numbers i'll do that when, when we come back let uh, me remind everyone uh if you haven't signed up for my instructional emails you uh, and videos that you get on your email box all you have to do is go to haneyuniversity.com to do that uh, you can also find some great deals on there uh training aids um pull carts range finders a lot lot of a lot of great stuff uh haneyuniversity.com and the the the, uh instruction is free the the videos you can sign up for so just subscribe to that give us your email address and you'll get my uh free videos in your in your email box every day haneyuniversity.com I look up the putting stats. Uh, Max Homa, third in strokes gained putting. He gained 4.6 strokes on the field. Okay. Uh, Tony Finau uh, was 18th in putting. He gained three strokes on the field. So he's 1.6 strokes gained behind Homa on putting and they end up tying. Now he outplayed him tee to green. Uh, Homa gained 8.8 on the field and Finau gained 10.37 on the field. So there you go. Homa outputs him a stroke at uh, 1.6 strokes. Uh, Finau out hits him 1.6 strokes, and they play off, and, and there you go. So how does Tony Finau get in the winner column? He makes one more putt, uh, and and that would be the difference between between that. Sam Burns, who who you know was was sitting on the lead, he was sitting on a, a five shot lead on on uh, on Saturday, and look at look at his stats. He finished fourth in putting, eleventh in strokes gained to green. Uh, he he lost uh, the the putting battle uh, to uh, to Max Homa. Uh, he lost lost the the actually he, he won the putting battle um, one point seven strokes. He won on the putting battle, but he lost the ball striking battle uh, by two point eight strokes, and and that's the that's the one stroke difference. Right there for, for uh for Sam Burns. every week when I look at these statistics, you can just you can see the the story and how it's told. And it always ends up pretty much the same way. You can just logic it out. Uh how'd they do it with the putter, how'd they do it with the ball striking, where did they gain the advantage, where did they they lose strokes? And that's the that's the story. Now, Riviera, when you have a golf course that uh twelve under par is gonna win on. That's like a major championship golf course condition-wise, and of course we had there was a big win on on uh, Saturday, that was a, an equalizer too, and and you know shot the scores right up through the through the roof, and as a result, you you know you could get get there with some really good good ball striking, and that could that could put you in in, in contention. There's a big difference between winning tournaments on the PGA Tour where you win, where eight under, 10 under, 12 under wins, and there's plenty of events where that that can happen. I mean, Honda's one where it can happen. Uh, Torrey Pines is one where it could happen. I mean, you know, it just depends what the weather's like, what the wind's like, how the course is, is playing. But there's events where that's, you know, Bay Hill, I mean, that could be a winning score. And then you you've got other events on the PGA Tour where you, you got to shoot you know twenty under par, twenty four under par, twenty six under par, whatever you know you got to you got to shoot a, a number that that's way under. And then it's kind of a you know to a certain extent a different skill set that's gonna gonna win there. But at Riviera, you know when you look at all the the, the top players. I mean it it's you you're gonna have to strike your ball. And I think that's one of the reasons the players speak so highly of Riviera. They like the golf course because they like the fact that, that you're gonna you're gonna be challenged. And, and without a doubt, everybody who like you you listen to and they all you know talk about what they like in a golf course, everybody's gonna tell you what's best for them. So if if you're talking to players who are really good ball strikers, yeah, they're gonna speak really highly of Riviera because that's it rewards ball striking if you you know got somebody that you know is really good at driving it straight they're gonna they're gonna tell you how great you know Harbor town is because you got you gotta drive it straight and it's a narrow course uh it, whatever somebody's good at that's what that's gonna dictate their opinion on on certain golf courses, and at Riviera, the, the opinion you're going to hear is, just, "Hey, it's a great course," and that you know, it's all the great ball strikers that are going to tell you that. It's just it's that's just once again, it's just uh, human human nature. I watched the the, the, uh, the tournament, and I listened to it too. I listened to it on TV, and I listened to it on the radio. And I got some uh, I got some thoughts to to share with you on that. Uh, when uh, when I come back, if you haven't got your voodoo pain relief cream yet, uh, take me up on my free offer. You get a free two week supply. If you've got the aches and pains like I've got, sore muscles. I, I, I you know what I did? I I uh, I tore my calf muscle the other day playing pickleball. Oh my god! Actually, it was so stupid. I tore it one day. Then I kept playing. I felt the pop. I knew I, I tore the muscle. You know, it wasn't like a total blowout because it wasn't like black and blue. But, it, you know, I felt the pop. Anyway, I kept playing. I played the next three days. It got balls the next day. I mean, this was like, I admit this was really stupid. And uh, sure enough, like a week later, I pop it again in the exact same spot. But I used my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. And it's it's helping. It's going to take a while for sure. But uh, definitely the pain level has gone down. But anyway, you got sore muscles, you got aches and pains, whatever you got joint pain, arthritis pain, try my Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Patented formula, clinically tested, clinically proven, free two week supply. Just go to voodoopainrelief.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty.
1: Test your luck in the shadowy
0: world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at Chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW
3: Group. No purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that?
4: Skip, who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka.
3: And I'm Skip Bronson.
0: One thing that I get a kick out of is listening to the different announcers. And I d I don't know if they were saying the same thing on the on the, the TV because I I was watching on the TV, then I had to go somewhere. And when they had the they went to the playoff, okay. Max Homer missed the putt on eighteen. I they you know, they were pretty much giving them the putt, you know, but Hey, he's nervous. Uh, big situation for him. Big win. The greens are tough to putt. They can be a little bouncy. Uh, anything can happen. He misses the putt. Three foot, three foot putt. And so that threw everybody for a loop right there. All right, now Tony Finau's you know got a chance, and it's like you know, all right, here they go. They go to the to the tenth hole, and Homa hits second. Finau hits a great uh, three-wood, tough hole for him. And this was one of my – I heard him talking about this on the radio. And he said, this is actually a really hard shot for Tony Finau because he's so long. And it's only, I don't know what it was, 275 or 295 yards to the front edge. And that's less than a three-wood for him. Okay, that becomes a harder shot. I, like I, I, I made this point when Colin Morikawa hit the shot uh, at uh, the, the PGA Championship at Harding Park, the drive where he drove the green. I said, eh. and I, might, I wasn't taking anything away from his shot. It was a great shot. But when you're hitting a driver or a three-wood, it's a lot easier to hit an absolute full-out hit. And when a full out hit with the driver three wood, full out, just hit it. Hit, give me the best shot you got. When that will end up the perfect distance, that's that's luck. I mean, so so when they have a drivable par four, like they love to have now on the the PGA tour. You have a drive, I mean, they even have one at, you know, when they moved up the tee on the 10th hole at, at Pebble Beach last week. But anyway, you got a drivable par four. That hole is going to play easier to everybody who can hit a full shot and be the perfect distance. So the 10th hole, when the playoff hole actually played harder. For Tony Finau because it was much less than a full shot for him. And in order to take something off of of his three wood, what he's got to do is, you know, he's got to make a shorter swing or a slower swing or he's got to hit a spinnier shot. And that means he's going to he's got to cut the ball. And if he cuts the ball, he's got to cut it a pretty good amount to get it to only go that distance. That's a that's that's a harder shot for him. He hit an absolute. Fantastic shot, uh, but you know it's like impossible to hold that green, and the target is so tiny. And anyways, his, his ball rolls off, uh, and and then you know now it's a tough shot. It's tough to tough to get it up and in. Uh, Max Homa hits his tee shot, and he doesn't hit nearly as good a shot. The ball is going left, and it freezes up against the tree. Okay, I'm I'm listening. To, I'm listening to the announcers on the uh, Sirius XM, and they're like. He is absolutely dead smack up against the tree. Uh, He's got no shot. He can't make a backswing. He can't do anything with this. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do, they're saying. Uh, Maybe he's going to have to take a penalty shot. Maybe he can just chip something out to some place and then get the next one on the green and try and get it up and in and make par. Uh, you know, they, they, pretty much they, they've given uh, Finau the, the trophy and the check, pretty much. So Max Homer gets up there, and what does he do? He hits it on the green. Now, I mean, how can you announce and say that the guy has no possible chance at all? And then he gets up there and he knocks it on the green. I mean if if that's the case I mean why even have people announcing what would why have somebody following the groups if if, if they're going to say he's got no chance he's got no shot he's got no swing you know as soon as he, they start saying something well he's got to take a penalty shot I mean now he's going to take a penalty shot or just chip it one-handed sideways the equivalent of a penalty shot, and from that tough, tough spot, he's got to try and get it up and in just to salvage a par, and Finau's chipping up and in for break. Well, and next thing you know, Max Homa hits it on the green. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, you know, it's can you imagine the uh, player, the player's emotions, I mean, because he's probably like – you know, when he's walking down the fairway, he doesn't know where his ball is. Then he gets to his ball, or sees his ball, and it's up against a tree. And he think, "Oh, I'm chipping out." And then next thing you know, he said, "No, no, I can, I can kind of figure something out here." And he said he had to use his imagination, or whatever. And and they knock it on the green. Next thing they are listening, he's got a putt for birdie. I'm like, he's got a putt for birdie? I thought he was, I thought I thought he was frozen up against a tree. I mean, how do you go from frozen up against a tree? You got no swing, no nothing. And then you're on the green with their next shot. I'm like, man, live! Uh, it's just it, it's it's unbelievable sometimes the 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 announcement. But anyway, so he hits it on the green, and then Finau hits it on the green, and you know, Homa, uh, you know, he wasn't going to make three footer on on eighteen. So how is he going to make the the putt in the in the playoff? He misses that, uh, but he leaves himself you know a, a, a tap in, and then. Uh Finau's got the putt to win. And, I mean, there's just I, – I just – when he's, he's got a putt to win, I go back to what Tiger always told me when, when I would, you know, ask him about certain players. Like, we'd be on the driving range at Alworth, and I'd and see, you know, somebody hitting balls, and I'd say, man, that guy really has a good swing. He's a good ball striker. I mean, why doesn't he win more? And Tiger would always say the same thing. He'd always say – there's always a reason why they don't win. And what he meant by that was, is that there's some flaw in their game, flaw in their, you know, mental makeup, whatever it is, that it's just it really difficult to get across the finish line. And, and when Tony Fino was standing over that putt on the first playoff hole, I'm like, I mean, he's not going to make this putt. And they're like, he hits the putt, it's rolling to the hole. Oh, it's got a chance. Oh, it just misses. I'm like. It wasn't going to go in. I don't know. I mean, the guy just—it just—it's—it's it's tough. He just—he's—he's he's a really good player. I mean, yeah, you know, but it's—it's it's hard for him to put one in when he absolutely, absolutely has to. Now, you know what? Maybe all it'll take is for him just to put a couple in, and next thing you know, he's going to—you know—it'll be easier for him the next time. But you know, yeah. it, until further notice, it hasn't happened, and it—it's—it's—it's it's, it's tough. So he misses that butt. Okay, then they go on the the, uh, the the next hole, and they tie, and they go on the next hole, the par three, and Homa hits it in there 12 feet, and, you know, Finau, you know, has it, uh, you know, he, he misses it, you know, the the green, and then he, you know, chips it up there, and he's got a tough bunker shot, whatever, and he hits, hits a good shot, and, and then, you know, home has got a chance to win. He can win it right here. He can win it right here, you know, and the announcer, you know, he's, he's got the putts rolling the hole and it's looking good and it's and it just misses. And like, well, I mean, if he didn't make the three footer on 18, he's probably not going to make this one. And by the same token, I mean, I, I, if I was him, I, you know, you, you just missed the three footer. So you're for sure not going to run it by, especially late in the afternoon, the greens are bumpier, the whole deal. You're not gonna. You're gonna hit it. You're gonna hit it the right speed. If anything, you're gonna make sure it doesn't roll too far by. He hits it the right speed. You know, doesn't doesn't make it. And now it's Finau's chance to to make it. And you know, of course, they're like, you know, he, he, you know, he can hold this putt to tie and then go on to the next playoff hole. And I'm thinking to myself, oh man, I mean, he he's not gonna make that putt. I mean, it's just you know, it's just some guys make them. And some guys don't. Uh, you know, I remember when, once again, when Tiger would ask me, he said, "Hank, who's the best putter?" And I say, "You are." And he go, "Well, who else?" I said, "Jack Nicholas. You and Jack Nicholas." I said, "That's it." I said, "Don't, you know what? Don't give me all this, you know, about this guy or that guy, and this guy's a great putter. When, when's that? When's that guy ever made a putt that mattered? I mean, that." The great putters. It's like it's like Tiger seemed to just like be able to will the ball in the hole, and he would just make them one after another after another, and especially when they mattered and they, when they mattered, it was less likely to miss. And you know, some guys just have trouble making those putts, and I, I just you know, I, I I was I was cheering for, I was cheering for both. I like Max Homa, I like. Uh, Tony Finau, you know, each guy's won one time. One of them's going to have a, you know, second win on the PGA. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I didn't really have a dog in the fight. I mean, I really didn't. But you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking he's not going to make this putt. There's, there's no way because I can't remember when he, he, he has made one. Now I'm sure he has. I just don't know when it was. You know, not enough for me to remember as, as, uh, you know, as much as I follow golf and I don't know what it was, you know, seven, eight, nine feet or whatever, you know, he hits the pot and the announcers, Hey, this is looking good. You know, it's, it's got a chance. He's, he's, he's he's eyeballing it or he's walking it in or whatever they say, you know, however it is. they do a good job of describing it, but I'm like, that's not going in. And it didn't. And there you go. Max Oma wins the, uh, Genesis Invitational gets his uh, trophy from Tiger and he's the winner at Riviera said it was like him winning the Masters. It was his it was his Masters. Well, I hope someday he gets a chance to maybe be in the hunt at Augusta or seems like a nice guy. I hope he, you know, maybe he'll win the Masters. Who knows? But if he ever does win the Masters he's not going to say this is the second best win I've ever had. The number one was winning at Riviera. I can tell you that much. Because there is no tournament, no tournament. That means more than the Masters. No tournament compares to the Masters. Maybe the other major championships, they're, they're just a notch behind. But the Masters is the number one prize in golf. And when he said it, this is like my masters, yeah, well, well I hope you, you, I hope you can revise that someday because if, if you you get the opportunity to, you'll you'll feel the difference. And the level the level of uh, nervousness that you felt when you had a chance to win a Riviera versus a chance to win a major championship versus a chance to win the masters. Those are exponentially different. But having said that, the fact that, you know, Max Homa did win at Riviera, feeling that pressure is going to help him in the future uh, deal with it better the next time. And that's the, 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 the key point. I mean, it's the one thing it's like the rich do get richer because experience that you gain, you can use in the future. And uh, he he gained a lot, and it's a good win. He's he he seems like a nice guy, um, you know. An, another uh, winner on the PGA Tour, second win. Uh, Finau, you know he he'll 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 get his he'll, he'll get another one somewhere. He will. He's, he's too good. He's 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 there too much. Things will fall his way. Looked like that was going to be the day. I mean, what a round! 64 shoots the last round, but uh, not quite. Almost. Almost. it's uh, it's, Like they say, it's tough to win on the PGA Tour. Hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Appreciate you listening. Follow me on Twitter at Hank Haney. Uh, email your questions at com, And hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on the Hank Haney Podcast. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll talk to you then. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
1: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to...
1: Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
1: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.